Welcome to Get Found, Get Funded, a podcast all about creating visibility, paths for growth, and opportunity for entrepreneurs. We focus on those entrepreneurs who are statistically underrepresented in the startup ecosystem. Your hosts are Zena Island, president of X Plus PR, a media relations agency, angel investor Aurelia Flores, managing member of Athena Digital Media Group, a digital marketing agency, and angel investor Christina Francis, president of Esteem Logic, an information technology, consulting, and training firm. In each episode, you will meet a new startup founder, hear about their company and where they are now. We then focus on one key challenge facing that entrepreneur, a challenge that is common among startups. Each episode also features a guest expert to weigh in on the challenge. Welcome to Get Found, Get Funded. Welcome back to another episode of Get Found, Get Funded. This is your co-host, Zena Island, and today's topic is crowdfunding and other creative ways to raise capital. Today, we welcome Ramona Wright to the show. She is the co-founder and CEO of We of Women, a social enterprise, enterprise established in Amsterdam. Ramona Wright has more than 15 years of strategic communication experience and taught public relations and social media marketing at her alma mater, Loyola Marymount University. She worked in corporate, nonprofit, and tech sectors and is the fund manager for an apprenticeship program including underrepresented youth access to STEAM careers. Her past professional experience includes raising $5 million for a global humanitarian organization, and she managed a $2.5 million budget for Cialis. She worked on behalf of Sony Music U.S. Latin, Reebok, Georgetown University, Film Independent, Qatar Foundation International, and the West African country of Sierra Leone. Ramona empowers others as the creator and host of the Chair podcast on iTunes and Google Play. And please check that out. It's a very powerful podcast. I love it. Ramona's philanthropic work includes co-founding the Moja Moja Music Awards, an annual charity brunch and a concert in its 10th year, benefiting the Moja Moja Innovation Fund at Liberty Hill Foundation. She is recently back from Amsterdam, where she gave a TEDx talk about social entrepreneurship. Another thing you need to check out, please. And <laughs> Ramona's just a bad woman. You know, I want to I want to curse, but I can't. She's just bad. Ramona, welcome to the show. Um, so glad you are here, and uh, thank you for being here from LA. Matter yeah. of fact, she's from the West Coast to the East Coast. Absolutely, and you know, ladies, thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here, and uh, this is my home. I was actually born in Washington D.C. and spend my holidays here all the time in the D.M.V. So I feel welcome. So thanks for having me. Thank you. And I know I gave a lot of introduction about your background, but let's get more into details about We Up Women. Can you tell us more about this platform? Yes, absolutely. So We Up is a, actually a goal achievement app that pays people to stick to their personal goals and solve social problems. Uh, our We Up Women tour is actually a 10-city marketing tour, which is what has brought us to the uh, Washington, D.C. area. We've already been to Los Angeles, where we launched New York and we're going to be heading to Europe uh, as well. And why is this app so important? 
You know, this app is so important because so many of us, and I'm sure many of your listeners can relate to having challenges sticking to a goal, especially working out. I know that's been one of my uh, number one challenges. And WeUp is a game that uses 30-day challenges where four friends, up to four friends, can agree to a penalty price uh, for every time they don't do what they say they're going to do within that 30-day challenge. And imagine uh, money going into a swear jar or a piggy bank. And at the end of that 30-day challenge, uh, whomever of that group does the most task towards that particular goal gets the money. And there's also an opportunity where every single person who is participating in that gamified challenge gets random rewards. And some of those random rewards might be as small as movie tickets uh, for the individual person, uh, as well as a trip for four, all of the winners to go to, let's say, Paris. I know that's one of your favorite places, Zena. <laughs> And uh, absolutely. (laughs) And and what we call a a mega reward or a major reward would be paying off someone's student loans or even covering, let's say, a month of childcare. So I remember once um, three of my girlfriends, we all love wine. We love wine. So we had to give it up for 30 days. Um, it was Mm-mm. the beginning of the year. I know. <laughs> so how would that work with something? Like, we, we we all failed miserably. And we had the jar where we had the, yes, we drank wine and we had to put the money in there. Can you kind of walk us through how that will work? Something like that. Yeah. So when the app uh, launches, the goal will be uh, curated. And so we're actually going to be launching next year, uh, right around New Year's. And we know that the number one goal that people have is to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And so so um, it's something that we feel is tangible, and we like to say it's all good. So down the road, whatever your challenge might be, whether it's you know not drinking for 30 days or a vegan challenge, uh, it's all good. That's actually our motto and our tagline because we reward people on either side. And it's really all about staying accountable to what you say you want to do. And we want to encourage people that failure is not about Uh, you failing to achieve a goal, it's really about not staying accountable to the people and the communities you say are important to you. Yeah, I I think that's great. I was at the uh, WeWork, I'm sorry, WeWork. I was at WeWork at the WeUp Women DC event and I had a blast. First of all, the energy in the room was amazing. The people that in attendance were amazing. And when you demoed the app and, and actually showed it, one of the things I thought about was one, Uh, it's a behavior change app and an empowerment app and what my family does with my kids I have an 11 year old and a 10 year old and we do what we call initiative points for them throughout the school year Mm -hmm. Um, and actually that's how they get their allowance quote-unquote and right now we're using a whiteboard and markers and you know it's kind of subjective and I, I immediately thought hey this would be a great app just to help from a family goals perspective, not just individual, but from family goals. But tell us, what, what the other thing that struck me was, you know, using a reception model as a way to actually help fundraise for the app. I thought that was pretty creative and unique. So tell us how you all came about you know, reception as a fun, as an opportunity to fundraise. Yeah, well, first I just want to say uh, great job with your little ones. Uh, I, I can only imagine, I'm not a parent yet, but I can only imagine, I remember being a kid, how hard it is to, you know, keep your kids accountable. Uh, and We Up was actually birthed on a whiteboard. So oh, okay. you're actually starting in the right place. You know, we started the receptions to do three things. Uh, there's an opportunity to uh, acquire users, obviously, The second opportunity is to promote the app 
uh, and its launch. And the third opportunity is to fundraise uh, through the individual ticket sales from the event. Uh, there's also an opportunity for us to highlight the importance of women and the power of women. The reason why we chose this concept of the We Up Women Tour is often women, and you can you just said it, you're a mom, and women are often the first people to help us all achieve a goal, whether it's our mother, mother figures, school teachers who happen to be women. And so for us, it was really important to also invest back into those people who are going to be our number one consumers, which are women. Women are the number one users of social media. They're the number one users of self-help products. Mm -hmm. And so in each market, we honor four women of distinction. And congratulations, Zena, uh, was one of our We Up Women in D.C., we really feel it's important to do that. And from a fundraising standpoint, it's been really extraordinary because it's given us exposure beyond our network, okay. which has been really great. So let's talk a little bit about the financial model of the app. So you said you're going to be launching in, in 2019. In 2019. So January 1st, 2019, mm -hmm. when it, so New Year's, New when Year's Day, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> when yeah. everyone's kind mm -hmm. of thinking about their New Year's resolutions. Yeah, talk to us about kind of your your business model right now. How it's how you're fundraising and what you're um, using your funds for and the development process, and then the business model as the as the app launches. Sure. So our fundraising model now, as I mentioned before, with our uh, events and receptions, we are selling tickets, but we're also uh, having sponsors uh, participate as well. And so we've been really blessed to have some great partners on board. Uh, one of the partners is Flatiron School, which has been a tremendous partner of ours. Uh, they've been hosting our events at WeWork. Uh, so from sponsorship dollars to uh, the ticket sales has been a great opportunity. We also were approved, and this is an alternative fundraising model um, that some of your listeners might want to check out, is uh, we were approved by a fiscal sponsor. And so there's a nonprofit entity called From the Heart Productions. And they traditionally are a fiscal sponsor for film productions. My background is actually uh, in film. I started uh, my career, my college career in film school. And uh, because an aspect of our company uh, focuses on storytelling, so we up as a social enterprise not only uh, uses technology and gamification, but we also use storytelling, content creation, and events um, to help create a social impact. And so because of that content creation and storytelling, we were eligible to receive funds through this fiscal sponsor. So that's another way that we're raising funds during this startup phase. And then uh, I know you said once we launch, so when we do launch, uh, there's opportunities for corporations, nonprofits, as well as public figures to create their own challenges. There's opportunities for other brands that want to advertise. And so there will be various revenue models uh, in place for us. So right now you're raising money from the sponsors and the ticket sales. And, and the, the crowdfunding. And the crowdfunding. Mm -hmm. Um, at the events themselves, at the events themselves, and offline. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna take it old school as most uh, uh, political campaigns or or any campaign would do. Even those who've done those friends and family rounds of of investment, you've got to pick up the phone, you've got to call, you've got to send out emails, you've got to talk to people. Uh, LinkedIn is another tremendous resource that I want to highlight and recommend. Um, one day for the Mojo Mojo Innovation Fund, which is a fund that raises capital 
to support underrepresented youth who are pursuing STEAM apprenticeships, uh, we had posted a picture about our annual event and someone liked it. And just, we probably had about a hundred likes. And this was after our event. I said, you know what? I'm actually gonna contact each one of those people, whether I know them or not, thank them for their like, and ask them to make a donation. And when I woke up the next morning, we had a $25 gift we had a $50 gift and we had a $2,500 anonymous gift. These weren't people I knew, I just asked. And so the one thing that I would love to encourage a lot of your listeners to do is ask. You don't get because you don't ask. And many times it takes maybe asking multiple people, but someone will say yes. And so LinkedIn has been another great resource for us as well. Yeah, I want to do a shout out for LinkedIn <laughs> because I was not, I'm going to be honest with you, I was not a big fan of LinkedIn. I just couldn't figure it out. Like, like, do I accept these people or what are they? You know, I just didn't understand it. And um, Christina and Aurelia both have told me, you know, they love LinkedIn. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a great resource. And then eventually, you know, I meet Ramona and she starts talking. I was like, okay, t- tell me this trick with LinkedIn. And she how she just explained it it's true it's like going to make that ask online but it's like through a professional route because everybody looks at LinkedIn as that professional you know uh, social media platform yeah yeah absolutely and then once the app launches you're going to be taking a portion of what people are putting in for their challenge yes yes so so we will take a percentage of the um uh, of the um, missed task. So every time someone missed a task, that is definitely a portion, a part of our revenue model. Got it. Very cool. But if they accomplish the task, you don't take anything, or no. do you still take? We don't. Yeah. So that's another. Yeah, because there, there well. won't be any. <laughs> there wouldn't be any money exchanged, uh, which is you know fortunate yeah. for that group. Uh, but we know. I mean, uh, at least I know for me, uh, that would be a, a pretty difficult task to accomplish. That's so funny. My daughter would love this. I, I mean, I, we're gonna. When it launches, the Francis family is already signed up. Um, so you talked a little bit about sponsorships. Let's talk about partnerships because mm-hmm. it sounds key to your business model itself. So can you talk a little bit about what types of partnerships you're already creating? Um, what new re- Are they new relationships? Are they ones that you're fostering on LinkedIn or other places? And then what kind of partnerships are you yet to, to develop? Absolutely. So uh, I like to say that there's no such thing as a wonder, and I spell that O-N-E-D-E-R. You know, there's no such thing as a self-made man or woman. We've all seen recent articles about people being self-made, and it really does take a village, pardon me, especially to raise uh, not only children, but birthing an app or birthing any type of startup. And so we've been really blessed to have some great new partners and then tap into some existing relationships from my uh, past work. And so uh, two major partners are media entities called mm-hmm. Good Magazine and Upworthy.com. They essentially have come on board to be the media partners for our tour which then has been able to allow us to leverage those relationships and scale up the brand visibility of the tour to engage our partners like Flatiron. We also uh, have some great partnerships uh, from our event in Los Angeles with Brookfield Office Properties, Convene. Mm -hmm. They hosted our launch event, which was really great. Convene is another co-working space. And then uh, Digital Willow, because we're a startup, you know, we're a pretty lean team. And so we knew that if we had this media partnership and if we're doing this 10 city tour, who's going to market and promote it? And so what we did is we leveraged these opportunities with the exposure to get a 
pardon me, Digital Willow, which is a social media marketing company in London, to come on board and be our official uh, social media marketing and email marketing uh, partner. So that's been really great. And then another partnership has been with a company called Katula by Africana. Mm-hmm. Um, if you check out our website, you'll see images of women with these beautiful shawls. So each one of our honorees gets a custom designed shawl. And Katula by Africana has created those as an in-kind partner. And lastly, all of the video content that uh, is created, all of the photographs, we reach out to photographers and videographers in each market and we make them sponsors as well. And so we've essentially been able to produce this event through trades and bartering um, because we have the media partnership and it's saved us a tremendous amount of money. And I think for a lot of your listeners, many times you'll have an idea and you'll say, I don't have the money to do this, but you don't have to necessarily have money. There's other things that you can provide as value. Being able to offer a company exposure in an event with 250 female influencers isn't a bad trade. And we can't be afraid again to ask. Someone will say yes. I think that's a a unique way just to really consider bartering as one, a partnership uh, strategy for yourself and you know w- what you're also doing with your 10 city tours at helping support the local economy mm-hmm. in that city that you're going to just what what who are your ideal partners now that you have not yet secured I would say our, our ideal partners are brands that want to reach uh, women consumers. So those beauty brands, apparel brands, uh, companies that uh, perhaps have a social conscious um, or CSR campaign that's really important to them. Um, alcohol brands, because it is a reception and ladies love their wine. Or champagne. Or champagne, or yes. Martini. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Or, or, or rum. I'm, I'm definitely a rum drinker. So anybody listening with a, a rum company. Um, but yeah, I think any brand that really cares about, one, making a social impact mm-hmm. and reaching influential women in each market, we're delivering an amazing consumer base to them through our events in major markets around the world. I'll actually link you with Adrian Walker, who went to Georgetown as well, um, my class of... 90 something um and she has like a specialty cocktail company oh, and so I'll, I'll link you with her because it, she you can mix it with champagne or any any drink so that might be a, a good partner for you absolutely i mean there's a lot of dating apps mm-hmm. and there's also a lot of companies that um you know feel it's important to recognize women who are also entrepreneurs and we've noticed actually um, a lot of women who are coming to our events are entrepreneurial minded or they are entrepreneurs themselves and speaking of your of your events, I watched this tour, you know, from city to city. You know, two I participated in. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you again for honoring me here in Washington D.C. I really appreciate it. And Our I was pleasure. also the MC in New York, um, but I also paid attention to the Los Angeles launch because, <laughs> speaking of Paris, France, the <laughs> one of the honorees that <laughs> I, I met her, one of her honorees in Paris, and. Um, she and a group of girls, Patrice, Patrice yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, it was very interesting how we met. And when I found out, I started, you know, I said, mm-hmm. well, let me make sure I pay attention to the LA launch. And uh, it's a very interesting story. I don't know if she ever told you, but we'll talk about it offline how we met. And Patrice is great, and her crew is great. And the, the women you're honoring are just amazing. spectacular. Yeah. Oh my God, they're amazing. Thank you. So, what are the similarities and differences you've seen on this tour compared to LA? I know through LA, you had almost 300 people show mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Um, 
lots of energy in the room and then you went to New York and then DC turned out to be a little bit more intimate mm-hmm. as well so yep. it was an intimacy more so in DC Absolutely. and LA was like it was LA so it was LA it so, was a party in LA yeah it was, it was a party it, a it sounded party like it was a party uh you know I think you you actually said it energy the mm-hmm. number one thing that we've heard from every single event that we've done has been the energy people will say you know there's just something about the energy in the room and so that's made us feel really great that there is a consistency of our brand mm-hmm. and the experience that we're creating for people um, in that space as well I would say the other thing is that people are feeling connected that they leave feeling like they're a part of a community mm-hmm. and for us bringing people together is definitely a part of our brand uh, as an app So to be able to do that offline at these events is tremendous. So I feel like each event, no matter the size, people feel the energy and they feel connected. So what's next for We of Women? What yes. do you have planned? So what's next is to, to keep the energy going, right? We are heading to London next. We're going to be in Amsterdam and uh, also Berlin, and then we'll be coming back to the States. And so for us is to continue scaling that up. So to reach uh, people whom we've yet to connect with. We also are raising money. Uh, that's you know a major part of the tour. Our goal uh, is to raise at least fifty thousand um, within this quarter, and so you know we feel like we've, we're on target to do that, and we have some great opportunities to to hit that goal. Uh, we're working with an amazing company called Spark Six. They are an app development agency, and they work with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and a lot of other apps that have social causes. So our goal is to you know hit that number so they can finish working on the app and we can launch in the new year so you have about a year before the uh, app comes out during that time how are you getting user input or uh, taking requirements are you doing any of that mm-hmm. and are you allowing people to provide feedback yeah so the great thing is um, our founder uh, did market research in 27 cities and 30 countries on goal achievement and what it takes actually for people to stay committed to their goals. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of that is done. Uh, We also, in our post-event surveys, we've been asking a lot of great questions as well, Mm -hmm. getting an idea of, you know, what types of devices people are using, what are some of the apps that they prefer to use. And so we're getting some real-time, up-to-the-minute information as well, which has been really exciting. And I'm, I'm sure I'll be interested to see your data after uh, people use the app because some cultures are different, right? Certain countries, we just talked about some cities have different cultures. So I'd be interested Absolutely. to see how people are using that. But two things also struck me at your event. One, um, obviously you and your brother both being a part of the, the company. I have a brother that's 11 months older than I am. And so you, you all reminded me of us. And I was like, I wonder if I could have a company with my brother. Um, and this, the second was the fact that you were honoring your mother, which yes. really, really touched me um, in a number of ways. And I started to think about building companies for legacy, uh, building companies to continue representing what a parent or a loved one meant to you. Um, and then I think your brother mentioned it, um, Voltaire mentioned um, the one thing that we all have in common is that we had a mom, yep. right? And so bringing back that that commonality. Can you share with our audience just about your mother's life and legacy and how that feeds into the business concept? Absolutely. Uh, you know, our mom is really the inspiration of We Up. She is a woman, or, or was a woman, she has since passed on, but she was a woman who would always say to see beyond your circumstances by staying focused on your goals. Mm-hmm. 
And for her, uh, goal achievement was a part of our everyday life. Uh, she was a single mother. She raised us on about $14,000 a year. And part of the reason why We Up is a gamified app is that she gamified our hardships. Mm -hmm. uh, she didn't want us to realize that uh, we were going through our struggles. And she really believed that um, you could turn every challenge in life into a game, you know, sort of trick yourself into saying, this is just a moment in time. Mm. And so for us, this opportunity to one, work together as siblings is a way to honor her legacy. And also to let people know that whatever you set out to do, you can achieve it. Our mother was also an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. uh, she was very much before her time. Uh, she was an innovator. She was a philanthropic person. She was very much a caregiver uh, that she always made time for my brother and I, despite you know her having to work you know multiple jobs or take on multiple clients. And in each market, we honor women who represent those four values, whether it's the innovative category, the caregiver category, business, and philanthropy. And so for us, she's been really the ultimate role model. And uh, when she passed on, she left a great legacy and really big shoes to fill. Uh, later in her life, she moved to New York, didn't know anyone, decided she wanted to get an MBA. And uh, my brother and I were a little concerned about that. And uh, she said, I'm going to do it. In the words of Frank Sinatra, she would always say, I'm going to do it my way. Mm. And mm. Uh, it was a two-year program. And she said, by the time I'm 60, I'm going to get my MBA. And about six weeks before she was going to graduate, she found out she had congestive heart failure. Wow. And unfortunately, she had to drop out of her program. But she took a year off to you know, get herself well, her way, and came back and had to complete this full semester, unfortunately but she graduated at the top of her class awesome. and she graduated at 61 so we of course don't suggest that anyone be that extreme in their goal achievement <laughs> she was certainly a special person but we feel like if she could do it with all of her challenges what's my excuse it, it reminds me of this uh, I just feel the need to say it that I share with my kids if a task is once begun do it well until it's done be the labor yeah. great or small do it well or not at all mm -hmm. and so that determination that she has it's great to see one you honoring um, women continuing her legacy and hopefully this will translate to other people who are in attendance and looking to talk about the individuals that have helped their lives as well absolutely and and she would always say something very similar to that <laughs> so I made my kids <laughs> memorize that <laughs> when it came to the doing the dishes it's like yeah you know if you're not going to do it right then don't do it at all um at uh, the we up dc event i love what ananda said one of the honorees that um it, it you motivated her you encouraged her to start a foundation uh, for her mom and dad she oh, wants wow. to yeah she wants to do something in their honor um and she wants to announce you know of course before they pass away because they're both um 80 i believe i think they're both 80 so um, you know, she goes, that's a great idea. That's fabulous. And she's like, what a smart thing to do. That's a great way to honor your pa your parents. Yeah, to your point, you know, we all come from a woman. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, um, is, is the point that Voltaire was making at the event. And in these highly divisive times, our mom was someone who wanted to bring people together. And we would have, you know, people gathering in our home of different ethnic backgrounds, different walks of life, different faiths, different political beliefs. And so for us, it's really important that people not only honor those elders that came before them, but we just honor each other, Absolutely. you know, and find those common values. And you can tell that Jeff Johnson, who was the MC for DC, knew your mom. Yes. I was in shock because yes, that's why he, he was able to, to speak the way he was because he just, I mean, 
there was a familiarity there. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting. I think Jeff may have maybe met her and spent time with her maybe one or two times, Mm -hmm. but our mom was the kind of person, if you met her one time, Mm -hmm. you didn't forget her. Mm -hmm. She was really unforgettable. And she tried to find a way to impact people's lives, no matter how long she was in their life. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being on our show. I'm so grateful to have you in studio from LA and, you know, you and I became very fast friends, and I'm, I'm just very grateful and thankful for the things that you have done in my life. And oh, all you. the, oh, I have to say that publicly. I, mean, like, I couldn't say it at the other event because I know we didn't have that much time. <laughs> and, anyway, you know, in D.C., you got to wrap up. <laughs> you got to say things fast and quick because, you know, we all have ADD in the city for some reason. I know L.A. is a little different. Um, but, no, you have been um, – a force in my life, so uh, I'm, I'm. I can't believe you're in the studio here oh. with me right now at this moment. It's like, like we started this like over a year, year ago. ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well, likewise, Zena, and I'm. I'm really happy to meet the two of you as well, and I'm proud of you, ladies. I mean, this is an, a, a tremendous resource for so many entrepreneurs. I think many times you can feel like you're alone. Mm-hmm. And to be able to tune into a show like this and hear other people's journeys Mm -hmm. and to know, hey, there's somebody else going through what I'm going through and to provide real tangible resources, that's tremendous. So thank you all. Thank you. And before I do our summary, tell people where they can find you. Yes. So you can find us at weuptheworld.com. That's weuptheworld.com. And you can also follow us at weupwomen on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Wonderful. Well, we are talking <clears throat> about different ways to get the word out and to do some fundraising at the same time. So Ramona was talking to us about the marketing tour that we have women have been doing to prepare people for getting ready for this app and really kind of thinking about um, raising, raising awareness of the app, getting users for the app, and doing fundraising at the same time. So really kind of this multiple... Um, multiple purposes, multiple outcomes for one event. We talked about fundraising, and one of the things that you said at least twice, Ramona, which I think is so cool, is just ask. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to ask. And I think that's such an important message for entrepreneurs. No one is self-made, which I think we all know we also need to be reminded of. People think they have to do it alone. And as Christina always reminds us, partnerships are key. And not just good partnerships, but also I think, Ramona, one of the things you said was... um, to know who your ideal partners are, right? So to be prepared for those ideal partnerships. One of the other things you brought up is that you can use trades as currency. And I want to encourage people not only to think about trades, but just any other kind of non-monetary compensation, right? That can be really interesting for entrepreneurs. I think is so important because we think about, you know, cash being king or queen as the case may be. And certainly it is um, incredibly valuable. And there's so much other value that we all bring to the table, particularly as entrepreneurs. You talked about consistency of the brand and the brand experience for you guys being energy and connection, having clear goals and timelines that you were, you talked about kind of, which is so important in the building of an app. One of the things that maybe you guys might have missed if you were not listening carefully, but I want to point this out because I think it's so important, particularly I see a lot. Not everybody does this carefully. And you mentioned doing good market research really looking at market need and comparison and, and comparing what people are using out there and how they're using it, which is really, really important. And then part of the core values of your company, really knowing what those core values are, but sharing those with people within the business. 
um, we talked about family and business mantras. Christina shared one of hers. And I think for you guys at, at WeUp, um, really talking about kind of honoring family and, w- and particularly women's legacies, which is so, which is so important and bringing in the gamification of challenges, whether they be life challenges or behavior, you know, change challenges or whatever they might be. So thank you for being with us again today and definitely join us for all of our future episodes of Get Found, Get Funded. You can find us at getfoundgetfunded.com and of course on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Thank you. Thank you.